0: hey sis welcome to the complete life i'm your host v and this podcast is for women who want to get real with their faith know who they are and live the complete life jesus promised them so let's dive in all right so welcome to another episode of the complete life aimed to help you grow in your faith i'm really excited about this episode as i usually am for most of my episodes But in the last episode, I helped you unpack your identity in Christ. What comes with actually being a child of God, a new creation, and we added on a citizen of heaven. Now, this episode is for you if you're still wondering what all of those identifiers mean and what's really expected of you. See, a lot is wrapped up in this term. Citizen, especially we went into what it means to be a child of God, we went into new creation. Today, we're going to get into what it means to be a citizen of heaven. In fact, in this episode, we'll go over who a citizen of heaven is, the responsibilities of a heavenly citizen, and how to fulfill your citizen duties. So hold your hat, hold on tight, grab a good cup of coffee or tea, sit down, and get comfortable. So I'll start with this. In the last few episodes, I hope I've gotten you really excited about all the blessings of God, who your Heavenly Father is, and what it means to have your identity in Christ. But don't forsake the responsibilities that come with all of this truth. I'll start by saying this. Everyone cares about the type of passport they have. You know, when you're watching TV, um, certain comedy shows, or whatever, people joke about the passports that they have. There are certain passports that hold more rank. And so sometimes people are always joking about the type of passport that they hold, whether it's blue or red or green or whatever colors are out there, right? Because people care about their citizenship. They care about what country they are from. And now, when we're called a citizen of heaven, as it says in Philippians 3.20, we're supposed to care about our citizenship as well, not just where we are from on earth, And in fact, that ultimately, if we say we are children of God, if we are women of faith, if we have made Jesus our Lord and personal Savior, if you are saying as you're listening to this ESV, I have a biblical Christian worldview, then your citizenship here on earth really at the end of the day doesn't even really matter because you're called a citizen of heaven, as it says in Philippians 3.20. And that term, that whole phrase, citizen of heaven, means the commonwealth whose citizens we are. And so, again, that means that you and I, as we have put our faith in Jesus Christ, as we have made him our Lord and personal Savior, it means that we, who we are, are people who belong to heaven You know, there's a reason why there's Bible verses like we're in the world, but we're not of the world because we are citizens not of this world, but of heaven. We belong to heaven. So yes, you are entitled to the rights and the privileges of someone who belongs to God's kingdom, but you cannot forget what that term, key term, citizen means and the responsibilities that come with it. In fact, I looked it up and it says a citizen is a person who owes allegiance to a government. And so if you think about that, if you who you are is a citizen of heaven, then you owe allegiance to what government? The heavenly government, to God. You owe allegiance to God and his way of ruling. And when we take another term, you know, citizenship, The dictionary says citizenship means the qualities that a person is expected to have as a responsible member of their community, of the community of which they hold citizenship. And so there are certain characteristics, there are certain traits that you are expected to have, that you are expected to portray If you are claiming that you are a citizen of heaven, if you are claiming that you have citizenship, once you gave your life to Jesus Christ, once you became born again, once you became a child of God, you automatically receive citizenship of heaven, which means then there are certain characteristics, there are traits, there are responsibilities, there are qualities that are expected of you that you should be fulfilling. Now, how do you know these qualities? Where, where do you get these expectations? Where, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing and all that stuff? These qualities come from looking to Jesus and seeing what he did. Again, this is why your identity in Christ is so important. If who you are is a citizen of heaven, then all the traits, the identifiers, all these things that you should be using to define who you are, portray to the world who you are, it comes from Jesus Christ, who was the citizen of heaven. Amen? And seeing then what the manual for your citizenship, i.e. the Bible, the word of God, God himself, what God has to say about what is expected of you now that you are a citizen of heaven. You know, a lot of us get all excited. Oh, yes, I got this citizenship. Oh, yes, I'm a child of God. Oh, yes, I'm a new creation. And then we go off and we get all excited and we forget the expectations of now having this citizenship of heaven. Of being citizens of the King of Kings kingdom. There are things you are responsible for as a member of God's family. There are things you are responsible for now that you are a new creation. There are things you are responsible for, expectations of you now that you are a citizen of heaven. And it is imperative. That you decide today who and what community you have allegiance to. Because a lot of us will be saying, Yes, V, I am a citizen of heaven. And yet, the allegiance, the government, you know, the expectations that you are being aligned to, they are not of the kingdom of God. And they have nothing to do with who God is. It's imperative that you decide today. That your heart, your thoughts, your feelings, your speech, your desires, your emotions, your thinking, your behavior, you decide who your heart is devoted to. Is it devoted to the rule of God, to the reign of God, to the dominion of God, to God Himself and His will and the way He wants things to be done? Or is it devoted to the things of this world, to sin nature, things that you have been freed from? you got to decide today. And when I say words like choose today and make a decision today, it actually reminds me of two key verses that have been so integral in my family and in my walk with God and in reminding me who I am devoted to in reminding me the citizenship that I hold, the heavenly citizenship. That I have. And these two verses that come to mind the first one is a declaration of citizenship. I don't know if any of you have been at a citizenship ceremony where, you know, people who are immigrants of a country, they've now been granted access to be citizens of that country. And they go to a ceremony and they make a declaration. They say, you know, I now have allegiance to this government, you know, now that I'm a citizen of of this country, I now say that I will do these things, blah, 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 all that stuff. Well, Same thing comes to mind when I think about if we say that we are citizens of heaven. The first verse that comes to mind for me is a declaration of citizenship. As it says in Joshua 24, 15. And I read the New King James Version. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell but joshua says then but as for me and my house we will serve the lord see that declaration of citizenship right there he is saying i am declaring today that i will serve the lord i need you to sit there think right now are you serving the lord Think to yourself right now, because as a citizen, it's required of you that you serve the government, that you have allegiance to the government of which you are a citizen of, and you are a citizen of heaven. And so you are expected to serve the king of heaven, who is God. God is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He rules, he reigns, he dominates. And so He's reminding me as I read this verse, and, and I hope I'm reminding all of you who are listening to this right now as you hear Joshua 24, 15. Who are you serving? Truly, if you say that your allegiance is to heaven, is it obvious? Because then the actions, the, the other verse that comes to mind is about the actions of a citizen. Is it obvious you are a citizen of heaven? As it says in Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, we get excited about the all these things shall be added unto you, but we forget the seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness part. You see, that's the actions that are required of a citizen. Not only do you declare, who are you serving? Make a declaration today. Who are you serving? Are you serving God? And if you're saying, yes, I am serving God, V., I decree and declare that I am a servant of the Lord Most High, that Jesus is my Lord and personal Savior. He just didn't come to save me, but I'm also having him be my Lord, that I'm serving him, that I'm making sure that my life is aligned to the, to the will of God, to what the Word of God says. Well, then is it evident in the fact that you are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Or are you seeking first other things? Are you seeking first money and fame and wealth and um attention and relationships and children? You see, if I break this down, the word seek means to search for, to desire, to require. Okay? It's not just, you know, haphazardly you're looking here nor there. To search for earnestly search for, desire, require, you are striving after, you are aiming at. A responsible citizen of heaven means you are seeking God's kingdom. You are striving after, you are aiming at everything you do, everything you think, everything you say, all strives for, aims at the rule, the reign, the will of God and the way he does things. Amen? And you're not just seeking anyhow. You're not just seeking God when it pleases you. You're not just seeking him um, once in a while or only on Sunday. But it says to seek first, which means before anything else, with respect to importance, time, and order. So in terms of the order, he's first, okay? He's not second, and he's definitely not last. He's the first, the kingdom of God, his will, his way of doing things. That's what you're seeking first, and in terms of time, in the amount of time, in the quality of time. Okay? First in the amount and quality of time, and first in terms of importance. He's the most worth it. He's the most important. He's it. He's everything. That's it. It's finished. You're not seeking God and then seeking something else after when it says first. It's he's it. You are seeking him, the one and only. You are seeking his will, his reign, his rule in every aspect of your life, in who you are, over your identity, and in, in what you pursue, in what you think, in how you feel, in everything. You are seeking him, his kingdom, his righteousness first. And let's get into what the kingdom of God means. You're not just seeking first anything. You're seeking his will, his way of doing things in your belief system, in your heart, in your life. The kingdom of God is the rule of God. You're seeking first the rule of God. What does he want? What does he desire? What does he decree over your life? You're seeking first him, his kingdom, his way, his pursuits, his way of thinking and believing. You're seeking all of that first, amen? And not just the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You know, someone um, named Adam Clark put it wonderfully that the righteousness, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness means the holiness of heart and purity of life, which God requires of those who profess to be subjects of his spiritual kingdom. And so you're seeking first the holiness of heart and the purity of life, which God requires Of you as a citizen of heaven, you're seeking first what God deems holiness, what God deems pure, Amen. You're seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness. It's very, very, very important that we realize this. That if we're saying we are citizens of heaven, and we've gone over what a citizen actually what it actually means to be a citizen, then we need to decree and declare. First and foremost, make it up in our mind. Make it part of the belief that, yes, I am a citizen of heaven, as God says in his word. Once I've made Jesus my Lord and personal Savior, amen? And decree and declare that today that your allegiance is to God and to his way of doing things, amen? To his will, his desires. But then put action to it. Man, all talk, no action? That's not a good citizen. You need to have action behind your declaration. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Because, of course, as you do this, you know, we were just talking about identity. The identity of Christ as it relates to being a citizen of heaven will be evident. It will be very evident that you are free, that you are not condemned, that you are redeemed, that you are righteous, that you are a royal priesthood, that you are a holy nation, that you are victorious, that you are an ambassador for Christ, the light and salt of the earth. It'll be very evident if you are doing what is expected of you as a citizen of heaven. All of these identifiers will be very, 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 very obvious then. So then how do you do it? You might be like, okay, V, this sounds really great, but how do I actually do this? How do I actually go about decreeing and declaring and making it clear and evident that I am a citizen of heaven? How do I actually go about seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness? Not just so all things are added onto me, but because God asks you to do it. Not just because you're getting something from it, but because you love God and that you're a good citizen. And that you want to serve him and obey him and be obedient to him. How do you actually go about doing it? Well, let's tie it back to the worldview. If you remember a long time ago, if you listened to, I think it was episode two of this season of the podcast, where we broke down what a worldview is, and we said a worldview is something that is either held consciously or subconsciously. So whether you're aware of it or not, you're applying a worldview, you're applying a belief system, you're applying a mindset, and it's evident in who you are and believe that you are and your identity. And so it's the difference. If you're not intentional about what you believe, it'll be the difference between those people who are in the world and of the world versus true believers, followers of Christ Jesus, those who have put their faith in Christ, who are truly children of the most High God, who are new creations then, who are in the world, but they're not of the world. Do you actually realize whether or not your citizenship is of this world or of heaven? Again, tying it back to how do I go about being this citizen? Or I need help, I'm trying, but it's not working. How do I actually do this? Again, recall, I brought up way long ago when I was talking about worldviews, Mark 1230, that as a woman of God who wants to have a biblical Christian worldview, who says that she has made Jesus Christ her Lord and personal Savior, who says, yes, V, I want to follow God's will. I want to do things the way God says I want to be um, a good citizen of heaven. This means that you are intentionally, with purpose, aware of what you believe in your heart, your soul, your mind, and with your strength. Because it says in Mark 12, 30, love the Lord, and that love is prefer God's will, which as a citizen of heaven, you are preferring God's will. You have allegiance to God's will, to his way of doing things. You are doing what's expected of you according to God's will. So again, that Mark 12, love the Lord, prefer God's will. Then it says with all of your heart. All of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength, so that all of your heart is your inner person, your thoughts, your feelings, desires, passions, pursuits. All of your soul with all of your emotions, your likes, your dislikes, every aspect of your personality, of who you are, all of your mind, of your understanding, of your thoughts about any issue, your feelings, your desires, and all of your strength, your full ability. So, as a citizen of heaven, That means you are preferring God's will in every way you think, you feel, you desire, what you have passions about, your likes, your dislikes, your personality, your understanding of things, your thought process of things, and all of your capabilities. You are pursuing God's will so that it all aligns with the nature of your renewed spirit, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Man, I got so excited during this episode, so I'm sorry if I rush through things, pause the podcast, rewind, listen to things again and again, take some notes, because this is simple and basic. At the end of the day, to ensure that you are doing what's expected of you, preferring God's will, serving God, having allegiance to the Lord, and seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it all comes down to a simple and basic truth. You need to spend time with God in his word. You need to get to know the requirements of your citizenship. And fulfilling these responsibilities, i.e. having a responsive faith, i.e. preferring God's will and actually doing it, doing what he has asked of you to do is how you obtain the liberties given to you by grace, the liberties and the wonderfulness, the blessings that come with being a citizen of heaven. Amen. So there you have it, sis. This season, we'll be going over the ins and outs of what you believe and learning how to live the complete life Jesus promised you can have. In the meantime, here are three steps you can take. One, make sure to rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Two, share my podcast with a friend who you think would benefit from listening. And three, check out my website, www.completelyv.com, to learn more about how I can help you get started in living the complete life and for support in deepening your relationship with God. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and talk to you later.